The biggest podcaster in the world, Joe Rogan, gets the virus, recovers, and some people seem upset about it. But are they upset because the jab narrative is starting to fall apart? We're going to discuss that and what that means. Then we're going to get into the recall election in California for the governor. We're going to discuss what's going on, give you a little bit of an update on that. And the players and people that are starting to get involved in that situation. Then we're going to dive into the manosphere, discuss what's going on in the manosphere right now. There seems to be a little bit of uh, bickering back and forth between some of these uh, red pill content creators like Kevin Samuels, Coach Greg Adams, Rich Cooper, and whatnot. We're going to discuss that. And then we're going to discuss China putting a ban on what they call sissy men and girly men being displayed in their media over there and what that means for what they're calling the mold war between the U.S. and China. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Big episode today. Lots to cover. Um, we're going to jump right into it um, because uh, it's four different segments. We usually do two or three, but uh, it's just like too much to like try to not do. It's all very important <laughs> and relevant to the type of things that we discuss and get into um and some of them are in a way correlated with each other um and some are are completely separate what do you want to touch on first oh uh, we could talk about the newsome stuff i think just because we it's a continuation of some of the stuff we've already kind of assessed yeah so um we've discussed a little bit in a past episode about what's going on with the recall election for governor in California. Uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, it's looking like he was on the ropes. George Soros recently gave him a million and a half dollars to kind of help his boy out. Gavin Newsom has a bunch of money uh, coming his way from all different sorts of people. And that in and of itself is interesting. Yeah. The fact that like so much money is being poured into Gavin Newsom's coffers and to an extent he's still very much on the ropes. He's the incumbent. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even time for an election, but here we are in a recall election based off of how awful of a job he's done in California. And I mean... It's pretty evident, like every news piece that you get out of California is just awful. Drugs, crime, homelessness, prices, taxes, yeah. infrastructure, <laughs> weather, wildfires. I mean, the list 
goes on. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, the weather part, he can't control that, but the effects that the weather has on the state to a certain extent, he can do something about that, and he's done nothing. Um, garbage, garbage, garbage. And so just the fact that we are here and California got him to the point where he's on the ropes is uh, is pretty interesting. But uh, Trafalgar Group put out a poll this week, and it shows that now Newsom is ahead by, uh, I want to say, like 10 points. When a few weeks ago, there were snap polls taken where he was losing by 11 points. So it's the same thing like in yeah. all these elections. The polls are everywhere. Uh, it's hard to know. But one thing that I will say is a tactic that the Democrats and the left use, especially in the mainstream media, is when it gets closer and closer to election day, they somehow a bunch of polls miraculously always come out where it shows <laughs> the 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 democrat like way ahead and it's just like it sort of to give the illusion to people is like oh well don't even bother coming out because there's no way that he he's going to win yeah yeah and well to well, that, that his opponent is going to win i should say yeah and to that i would say then why is george soros giving a million dollars to gavin Newsom? right and why is uh kamala harris scheduled to come out to california this week to help and, and campaign for Newsom? which you guys are worried it, which in pre-production you and i were talking about um <laughs> who the fuck uh, wants her out there right like she wasn't even like all that popular when when uh she was in the state um yeah in a way i kind of want her to go yeah to be yeah, honest like yeah, it'll be interesting to no. see to see what sort of effect it has yeah because because she's definitely a, a moron but also when uh she's terrible when it comes to charisma she mm -hmm. has no charisma whatsoever she laughs in inappropriate times um speeches garbage never once can sell anything like I, one thing i will say about obama he could give you a hell of a speech even if it's bullshit even if you're like yeah this is garbage he'll still give you a good speech kamala possesses none of that biden doesn't possess that either and so i mean if you want her to come out go ahead but there's million really nothing. votes but yeah. they got 81 million votes <laughs> I, how i don't know so but just the fact that you're getting the vice president though that still says a, a lot about how you guys feel about that. Now, for the people that don't know who George Soros is, um, last month I think he gave a million dollars to like a defund the police initiative. Yeah, he he's uh he's a a big billionaire that's behind a lot of uh, really left organizations, Planned Parenthood. Um, uh, he's given a lot of campaign donations to a lot of the district attorneys in certain cities yeah. that are right now keeping criminals on the street and uh they're incentivized to not lock up people even even violent offenders heinous and violent offenders so this is the mindset of of this guy and uh a very into the idea that uh, uh the races should be divided yeah um all of that type of stuff. And so clearly the fact that now he's involved in this uh, California governor recall 
it's starting to show that they need they're needing more resources uh newsom needing more resources they're needing more help and it is because there is a lot on the line let me uh uh uh, uh show you something that larry elder said larry elder who we talked about on the show before we're both uh fans of larry elder i know uh, uh vince rocks with larry elder also um he was saying how because right now uh, Senator Diane Feinstein she's not in great health condition so yeah. it's looking like she may retire soon or it is possible that you know she might even you know pass away soon. Yeah. So what Elder is saying is that um, obviously like it'll be his choice to to replace her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, who it'll be his choice if he wins who he would replace her with. And so if, you know, something were to happen to her under his term and he's vocalizing that now. And I think that really sent the Democrats into overdrive because now they're like, oh shit, like that's another possibility that we may have not even been yeah. looking into. Yeah. It's like this guy, he could balance the Senate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that would, uh, I mean, do a number... And honestly, if we're looking at the trajectory of where the left is right now and how popular the left is right now in the sense of uh, the president and the vice president, the red wave is imminent, I think, or it's looking like it. Uh, you're seeing the Texas. In, in a world where where, <laughs> where, where elections, elections are real matter. and there's integrity, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's going to be harder when it's like, a smaller smaller scope you know what i mean it's kind yeah, of harder to control yeah, that but like they're these motherfuckers are pulling out every dirty trick in the book like i was watching a interview earlier uh for pre-production uh where uh larry it was a phone interview where larry elder was talking with glenn beck mm -hmm. and i didn't know this but so now apparently there's been a push in these last few weeks for why I, I don't know yeah. but it it, oh, it it does it it kind of makes you think i'm not sure that, that I the controversial <laughs> vote machines dominion that were like highly controversial during the presidential election yeah. there's now a push for them to be used in california my thing is like why would you want to push for this controversial voting software now you know what i'm saying like if anything you would that because of their controversy in 2020 with the no. presidential election, you would not want them involved just yeah. so that things could be as clear and concise as possible. So now there's a push. And so apparently Dominion software and machines will be used in the California recall election. But, but so uh, what, who's doing? Who's making sure of that push? That's the thing. too. The, the, the legislature of California, the Democratic legislature of California. So, oh, wow. so that's weird. And then, and then all of a sudden, now another thing that they approved is that people can print out their own ballots. It doesn't even have to be an official ballot. You could you could print it out at home. Oh, so so let's change everything last minute because it's gonna be very efficient that way. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and and so and so now you it makes you wonder. It's just like so somebody at home that's gonna print out ballots. Yeah. So who's to say they can't print print out a bunch of ballots? And who's to say that yeah. somebody's verifying 
that the people that are sending in these ballots are yeah. real and it's so much it's so much bs surrounding this mail-in shit yeah which i mean trump said that like when he was in office like like it's just it's a bad idea and so these bad ideas they're being duplicated and replicated in california now and so who knows you know and it's just like it, it's you know god bless you know the guys like kevin kiley and and uh and uh and larry elder for for fighting the good fight and trying to like you know be republicans winning in california but it, yeah. it really does make you think is it even possible yeah with, with all this going on and it's important to pay attention to it because the fact that this is even a conversation we're having well that that shows one thing which the the important thing is the fire didn't indeed uh or was indeed lit and people are really like pushing and fighting and that's good but the thing is after that it's well how do we fix uh, a situation that needs a lot of work like we're in america there should be like 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 the me, alabama thing. to me the mail-in was thing, georgia the mail-in thing should not even be a thing unless you're on business and you're out of town or something and like it's like an absentee ballot that's like verified <laughs> very strictly other than that, like if the mail-in voting should not be a thing. Go vote, show your ID. It's really like this is any nothing that I'm saying is unreasonable. Yeah, early voting. Show if, up to vote. Yeah. Let it let there be an ID that has to be shown. Honestly, I don't even like the idea of early voting because to me it, it gives it gives a lot of time for funny business like how do you know like they say when early votes are taken like they don't know who the people voted for there's no tally taken yeah. it's like everything gets opened up or whatever they they unlock the software or whatever on election day and then they start counting no. but we how do you know that how do i know that we know we don't really we don't yeah. really know that so how who's to say that if you go to vote early for every vote that you you give to recall newsom it doesn't get erased or deleted or or whatever. You don't know that. So so not even early voting. Vote the day of, count the shit, and that's it. If you're gonna be out of town, all right, absentee ballot. There ain't gonna be that many motherfuckers out of town. But it's not that it. important it, to you. It wasn't that important to you. You didn't vote, and so a lot of this is like elections should be important. Go vote. That's it. That's really, and that simplifies things because it's like well. This is a, uh, I go, I show my ID. No, it's not racist to show your ID. It's like, well, you have an ID. That means you are a U.S. citizen. You vote, then you go. But I much rather do early voting than mail-in voting. I feel like if you're going to do anything, let it all be physical. And then at least that is like, well, better. Is there, is there uh, the element of not knowing and not being able to trust uh, how how it's handled I think that is a very valid argument because I don't know was there four states last election that all of a sudden took 10 days two weeks to tally up votes With is no it that hard transparency and, yeah. and for whatever yeah. illogical reason you decided to stop counting in the middle of the night yeah oh but at 3am all these votes come in like come on nah nah this is this is crazy and so it's like i said god bless uh kevin kiley god bless larry elder because those two seem to be the 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 best suited 
for the job of governor yeah. in California. And uh, it, uh, another thing that's interesting is, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on, on the last episode when we when we discussed this, but uh, Kevin Kiley, he put out a tweet how the bill that California was pushing for uh, vaccine passports has been shut down. Oh, yeah, you did mention it. Yep. For, for another year. Of course. Because yeah. you know, why all of a sudden are you shutting that down now? No, because you're feeling the heat. So so that in and of itself is telling a story. And do I believe that that they might try to cheat? Yeah, I, I definitely believe yeah. that they that they might try to cheat. Um, and at the we end just of the day- hope that that the legit votes is yeah. enough to overpower whatever is which, whatever which is a big nefarious. mountain to climb. Yeah, yeah, it Cali. is. <laughs> you know, it is. I thing. mean, I mean, to be honest, it's a big mountain to climb. Even without cheating, just because it is like a, a leftist progressive hub. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm sure there are many people that thought that we would not be where we're at now, too. You yeah. know, like yeah. the fact that like Newsom is getting recalled, like the leftist progressive state of California got Newsom on the rope. So I'm sure there's a lot of people that never even thought that would be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, uh, that's the thing uh, about about this is like it's on the news too, and it's it's making the airwaves. So even if he doesn't, you know, he keeps his uh, his spot. It's still the fact that you were able you were able to take it and make it a fight. And That's another interesting big. statistic that Larry Elder mentioned in his interview with Glenn Beck is that a fifth, twenty percent of the people that voted to put Newsom in this position where he should be recalled apparently voted for Newsom oh shit before Wait, how much so, percentage uh, a fifth like 20 percent damn that's kind that, of that's significant yeah. because it makes you think well how many other people out there think like that or feel yeah. the same way so that's the other thing a lot of the Democrat because uh, uh obviously most of the mail-in ballots that have been returned are from registered Democrats in in California, but that doesn't necessarily mean that those registered Democrats voted yeah. in approval of of Newsom. They yeah. they could have voted against him. Yeah, and so you don't know. You you also don't know what sort of uh, ramifications that'll have on the election. So what happens if this voter situation, voting situation, doesn't get fixed? Because this is the thing. The way I'm looking at it is there's a lot of weird shit that doesn't make sense with the way the last election went and the numbers and the lack of transparency. Now this is a problem. It was a it's a problem. Obviously for for me and you I think and for a lot of people but not not like I I would say the majority mm-hmm. it's like a it's an immense problem. It's an elephant in the room type of problem. Yeah. And it should be an elephant in the room type of problem for everybody, but it's not. But I think now people are are going to like if we go into the future and and elections start looking real sketchy, how much of that do you think w- w- would affect like a, a civil war? Because at at some uh, point, it, yeah, if if this shit is fake, the only the only other option that I can see if like they're really like cooking the books is oh we're going to war now it's it's possibly in terms of your country democracy and 
the belief of the foundation and the integrity in those things, it's possibly like the worst feeling imaginable because it's like, well, damn, like we can't even, we don't even know legitimately what direction we're supposed to be going in based off democracy yeah. and the republic because yeah. we don't even know if this is if this is if this is right if this is real you know yeah. what i'm saying like consider this consider how bad things are right now like inflation gas prices like I, the other day i sent you guys a a, a, a picture <laughs> of of the gas uh, 83 dollars i spent on, yeah. on filling up my my pickup truck which is not a huge pickup truck mind you yeah and so it's like you know this is biden's america but but inflation gas prices uh uh the 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 amount that that meat costs right now like all of this it, it's bad all around so, okay, there was a lot of people that saw this coming. We definitely saw this coming, yeah. and we have episodes upon episodes as verification to show that we saw this coming. Yeah. So, it makes you wonder, is, like, should we even be in this position? Because what if there were enough people to vote to not be in this position? Because yeah. enough people were smart enough that it's like well no like under trump we didn't have any of this yeah and so it's like you don't even know if like you're where you're supposed to be legitimately or not yeah, so yeah. Uh, like i said it's it's one of the worst possible feelings in terms of democracy and the foundation of how things are supposed to really operate um so yeah i think like what you said is 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 true i think that this is the type of stuff that a hundred percent could lead to a civil war because it'll start to become a thing of like if we don't know a hundred percent unequivocally that this person that was voted in was legitimately voted in and you don't want to help us find that clarity and transparency which i don't see why you wouldn't like for instance yeah the people that opposed me like let's say we were in an election and the people that opposed me I would do everything in my power to show them that I was legitimately yeah, no. voted in. I'd be like, okay. And then that's where you kind of like build bridges. It's like, well, yeah. listen, like I get that I'm not who you wanted. I'm still here to serve you. But yeah, I get that like you would feel this way because to be quite honest, I would feel this way. Yeah. So here, like for instance, remember remember when Trump when Trump won Oh my God! You had the full force of the FBI and everybody looking into. Oh, was there Russia meddling and like everybody? Like yeah, it was. Totally. Uh, to be honest, the first year and a half of Trump's presidency, on the twenty four seven news cycle, that's all you got is yeah. is was this a legit win? Was this a legit win? Was this a legit win? And it turns out that all of that shit was bullshit, verified mm. by people that were actually against Trump. And hated, dude. And even they had to be like, yeah, well, uh, not, no no, conclusive evidence. Yeah. And here, all you have now, <laughs> all you have now is fucking godsend rogue journalists that are looking into this. And, and upon them looking into this, every day they seem to come up with something that's another anomaly, another anomaly. Like right, like recently, this guy, Van Hans Van... Sparsky, 
the manager of the Heritage Foundation's election law reform initiative, found, check this out, that in three states, the amount of missing ballots exceeds Biden's victory margin. Come on, dude, like... That is that should be that should be worldwide headlines. No, it's gonna get it's gonna get thrown out like that that one uh, headline that we we talked about. It made the news for like a day with the with the crackhead with the ballots. What happened with that? Yeah, this is important. Like, is there any like is anyone Did somebody hire him to do this? Yeah, was he just <laughs> is he just a super political crackhead? <laughs> like, <laughs> Journalism. Have you heard of it? Like what the fuck? Where where is the where is the investigative journalism? Oh no, but Project Veritas. I don't know if you heard about that with the teacher who yeah. was an extreme Antifa dude. They did their due diligence, did their research, and the the, the, the teacher is, is now fired. Yeah. and that's what you do because um, it's not about whether you're right or wrong. It's about telling the news, doing your job as a journalist, whether you agree, whether you don't. And like that, we don't have that anymore. Exactly. And so now, imagine, fast forward three years, 2024 election. Imagine everything that we're seeing now is extrapolated. So our horrible foreign policy is extrapolated by that point. Maybe even some terrorist attacks. Who knows what the fuck's going on around the world? Inflation, extrapolated. Food shortages, extrapolated. Gas prices, that much more increased all of that stuff and then so it's so bad to the point where where even the most leftist progressive person you know in your personal life is like oh yeah there's no way biden and harris are gonna win i'm not fucking voting for them and then here comes election day and somehow they win yeah it, it would that that like how would that not cause a civil war be so now what you're telling me and you want me to believe is that Everything is destroyed. Everything is burning. And motherfuckers, there were still enough motherfuckers out there to vote for this shit. Yeah. Nah, nah. And, and Knock so, it the fuck off. Everything has 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 diminished too. Everything. I mean, literally, just me driving to Duncan is like I have to wait a long time because they don't have enough employees. Yeah. I, I have to if I go out to eat uh, at a restaurant, not enough employees. Everything takes forever. So, like, the, the quality of life and the quality of the services are, have lessened because there's just not enough people working. So, these are not things that we're talking, like, this is some majestic shit that, like, only in our minds. No. Just go out there and pay attention to how it, bad it, everything has went down. It's funny you say that. Yeah. Forbes put out an article where they were projecting that the work week now is probably going to go to four days with people making the same amount of money. Damn. Do you know what that does to the system? So what you're saying is that the 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 capitalists and the or the business owners they have to put out mo- as much money, but the production that they're gonna get yeah. for that mo- amount of money that they have to pay is gonna be decreased by twenty percent because yeah. the the work day the work week is only five days. Yeah. So That's now crazy. what ramifications does that have on people and services and quality and 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 needs? Yeah. Nah, th- this is it, this is getting bad. And so okay, like I could I could 
rock with the idea that like there were enough dummies out there yeah. to vote for it this time. Oh, Trump's a racist. He's a mean, 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 mean man. Even though I, 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 I don't really believe that, but I, I could still okay. Like I, I'll give that to you. Like I, I could within the realm of reason. Yeah. Some at uh, some way somehow get there, but if it continues, just like for instance with how bad people are living in California. It's like, all right, well, you guys voted to get to this place, but like, so you're gonna vote for it to continue to be yeah. so bad? It's like, but, mm, but part I don't of know, it, it's hard. Yeah, but part of it culturally, we have to look past where we live too. You know, uh, what was it? New Zealand already an ISIS attack. You know, that's not making headlines, but already an ISIS attack. Really, I didn't even know about yeah. that. Yeah, it's like because that shit was like, oh yeah, here, this is. All right, well, let's, so what, let's move. What, what was that? I didn't know about uh, that. Uh, An attack, an ISIS. It w- I don't know if it was ISIS. It was ISIS. Uh, but what what happened? What they do? It was ISIS inspired. This guy, this, they, they were, they stabbed like six people. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the start of, remember, that's what they were doing all over Europe. Yeah. Before Trump got into office. Australia. Like, I, I mentioned heard, this stuff. I heard that it was like a Middle Eastern refugee. Yeah. But I, I didn't know it was like like ISIS inspired. But why is there not enough articles where they're looking into it? Right. Oh, this doesn't fit the narrative. Okay. That's that's where the journalism is dead. It's like that's what... Australia, another thing. People, I've mentioned that to people. And, oh, well, what's happening over there? What do you mean what's happening over there? Some god-awful shit. Yeah. That could be that could happen here. Like the government has turned against the people. You know, I'd like to. Maybe we should. Maybe we should interview a few people from Australia. Like try and get in contact with them, and and let people hear them. Because I've I've mentioned this a, a few times, and people don't pay attention. And that's the thing. Like I understand you live a life, and 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 you live in a society, and you have. A lot of things to worry about. I'm not saying fucking lose your shit over the Australia thing, but keep that as a mental note. Yeah, and and I, I'll be honest with you, I am starting to lose a little bit of respect for people that are not aware of what's going on. Like, I don't think you need to be as aware as, of what's going on like we are because this is what we do. But like these these uh, football every Sunday, drinking beer all day long type muffers that don't know anything that's going on. Like, I, I'm, I'm starting to lose a little bit of respect for them yeah. because it's like, this shit is becoming pretty evident. Like, yeah. you know, the 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 jab mandates, the, the jab uh, passports, all of that is what's causing the situation over in Australia. Uh, and 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 that's you know that that's like an international thing, but then the prices of everything here. It's like how do you not recognize that the prices of everything are so different from a year ago? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like astronomically different, and you're being lied to by all these politicians that it's just oh well, you know, it's just like where it's a. Uh, uh, the the economy's playing catch up, yeah, but it's not yeah. gonna man g- knock it the fuck off. France, big protest on no vaccines or no vaccine passports, rather. You know, this stuff is not making news. It's making news, like in the in like 
alternative Again, media. Yeah, like like you and I will know about this because we pay attention to like what's trending on Twitter. We'll pay attention to to what's trending, what people are talking about, what other what other people are talking about. But like this is not something that you're seeing in in, in uh, mainstream media. You're, you're not seeing this push, or at least a debate about these things. It's like, well, this is re- purely pushed by the people. Yeah. So the people are talking. This is not some government. No, these are. Now, if anything, the government wants all that quelled. Yes, and it's not happening. So it's like, okay, you see that in France, you see that in Australia, you you see that here, you see that people, you see that in Canada. Trudeau had to like, he had a, a um, he was gonna have like a speech, like a little campaign rally, because I think their election is in September, the this month, yeah. and uh, yeah, they, they were like, they didn't allow it. And so, due to him or to to them not being able to have proper security, they had to cancel. Yeah. So, what does this say about what the people are saying? Aren't the people the ones that vote these people in, like yeah. these politicians in? So, if the people aren't happy, what are you doing? You're at the end of the day, people have to remember one thing: when we vote someone in, they work for us. We don't work for them. They don't tell us what to do. We tell them what to do. Yeah. Let's let's uh, go back to when Trump said something about the vaccine shit, right? Oh, you get your vaccine. They boot his ass. Yeah, that's some real shit. Like, yeah, hey, listen, God, bro. God bless all those people yeah. that were like, like, nah, fam. They checked his ass. Yeah, hundred percent. As they should. As You're they working should. for us. As they should. Yeah. And 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 I think that's a good segue into the the Joe Rogan uh, segment. Yeah. Because the jab narrative, it is really starting to fall apart. So you had the mainstream media saying that all those people that booed Trump were unsophisticated because they're anti-vax and everything like that, which is a crazy label to put on somebody that is hesitant to take this brand new vaccine that doesn't make them an anti-vaxxer that makes them somebody that has questions and is reluctant to take something that is so newly developed and now as more and more information is put out there as much as the mainstream media would like to label it misinformation yeah this shit is crumbling like that the, the the evidence the facts and the proof is showing all of that narrative starting to crumble so what happened with Joe Rogan, the biggest podcaster in the world, is he got the China virus. He yeah. got the Wu flu. He got the 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 virus, the COVID nineteen. He said that he uh, took precautions, slept away from his family, and then they he tried uh, 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 what a, what was it a Z pack ivermectin like all all these type of different things vitamins vitamins and w- he said one day he felt really really awful the next day he started to feel better. And by day three, he was he was like decent. And by day four, he was like he f- said he felt normal. And no, by day four, he tested negative for COVID. He beat it that quick. Oh, it was the. That's how wild that shit is. Like he did it, Leo. But but I but I thought the that negative test for COVID that was like when the, he showed that that was like two days ago and. When he put that video out, yeah. he was already he was already better. Oh, I was under the impression he tested because I I, felt I know like he, I, read that, I know yeah. he tested negative yeah. for COVID, but when he put by the time he put the video out, 
he was already better. Like he didn't put a video out while he while he was sick. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, like uh, you know, I had to push the show back, this and that. But so the world so only maybe, really knew that he had COVID because he uh, not he let them know. So maybe so maybe they said four days after his announcement. Maybe he, yeah, maybe that's what it was. And, and so and so. What was interesting, though, is when he said that, how mad everybody was with about it. Like, well, like the 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 yeah. the Jabzy lits lost their fucking minds. Like, like oh, uh, yeah. uh, and, and then and then all of this negative press about ivermectin, which oppose, which apparently is like a horse dewormer. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, maybe in some form or fashion of it, but there is a form yeah. of fashion of it that is approved for humans. Yeah, there's. So don't anyone that's listening, don't go like fucking like those people that went to go take that fish tank cleaner yeah. and be like, I'm gonna be good now. It's just it's a dose. I would assume it's like a, a way smaller dose. And I'm sure there's also modifications. Modifications, There's a there's there's a lot of different factors to it. So yeah, it's something to consult with one's doctor, with one's physician. But it it threw the mainstream media in such a loop, which is funny because Brian Stelter had the nerve to comment on Joe Rogan's health. Like Brian Stelter is an overweight troll. Oh yeah, and like you have the nerve to say to talk about Joe Rogan's health, who is like fit as fuck, ridiculous. Yeah, you know but what? even more nefarious than that, the Rolling Stone magazine put out an article that is completely false. They said that gunshot victims could not at an Oklahoma hospital could not get medical treatment due to how many people were hospitalized for taking ivermectin after Joe Rogan said that that's what he took. Which has been wildly debunked at this point. Mike Cernovich yeah. debunked it. Uh, the Daily Wire debunked it. It turned out that that was totally fucked. No. What is wrong with you people? Yeah. Like that is that's evil. Like so, you are so upset that this vaccine narrative. Yeah. Or the jab narrative. I don't really want to say vaccine too much because I don't want the show to get pulled. But you're so you're you're so upset that this jab narrative is starting to fall apart yeah that you are willing to make up a whole fabricated story it's like what the fuck is really going on like yeah. who is pulling the strings here like uh, what journalist would sit at the offices of rolling stone and, and just kind of be like this is what what we need to do and then where are the ones that are like yo like this shit ain't yeah. right like i've what, had like, people say oh i'm gonna get uh, doctor's reports and i'm gonna debate and it's like every time something like this happens it's like all right you can get all the doctors you'd like to argue with me so I can destroy them by the facts which is Joe Rogan recovered without being hospitalized Oscar Loya didn't well he he's he's, fully, he's recovering he's fully jabbed yeah fully jabbed two two vaccines on him and or two jabs on him and it's like well he's struggling to breathe like in the video like you could tell like he's yeah. sick sick like and I, I, of course, I would not wish anything bad to happen to Oscar Loya. But what I'm saying is, if the jab works, well, shit, that's like no pun intended since he's a boxer. But if the jab works, then what what happened? Like, what? why are you sick? Like, because maybe it doesn't really 
work or maybe it's not that efficient or maybe we don't know enough about this stuff right exactly <laughs> exactly and then and then what's wild is you'll see articles it's like i i don't know i hope this article was a joke like i came across it like i didn't really do an extensive amount of research into it uh so what i'm about to say should be taken with a grain of salt but it seemed like it was from a, a, a pretty reputable local media outlet. And it said, healthy 16-year-old girl struggles to breathe. But then they showed the picture of the girl, and it's like the fattest, most obese. <laughs> I saw that. And I saw that. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, this has to be a joke. Yeah. This that- ha- There's no way in the world that this is real or... Or are we living in such a twilight zone where the media will put this out with the expectation that people will like not question this at all? Yeah. Healthy sixteen-year-old girl, yeah. where? Yeah. Who? Th- this sixteen-year-old girl is not healthy. Nah, well, it's like that video you sent me, <laughs> wheat waffles, where the girl said she was a ten. Knock it the fuck off! But it's like, what? What? Uh, what are we telling people? To believe in nowadays uh and what are we telling people to 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 value because like if you're if you're fat and don't look very healthy you're not you're you're fat and you're not very healthy so get healthy um if you're fat and then and then you want to say fat is beautiful and then you're mad because guys don't want to talk to you well yeah guys don't want to talk to you because you're not that attractive well yeah, you know? which that's that correlates with the manosphere yeah. segment. The, all this stuff, all this stuff. If the jab is supposedly working, because I saw an article on Wall, Wall Street Journal, and I'd like to know because I like I saw like a a graph. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was from the CDC. It said that Israel is sixty percent vaxxed, but then on the Wall Street Journal, it says. They're seventy-eight uh, percent jabbed, so so they're they are one of the most jabbed co- nations on the planet, yeah. but yet their situation with the virus is so bad right now that other nations are putting travel bans on them for how bad their situation is. Yeah, that is not making any mainstream media headline. People ought to know that. Because it's a sobering fact that, wait a minute, did we jump the gun? Or wait a minute, is this thing really helping? Because not only, not only, this shit reminds me of Dallas Buyers Club. Like Big Pharma pushing shit that really doesn't work and really doesn't help. And it's like they have such power over these motherfuckers that... You're pushing this, and it doesn't work. Which, Stop. which the only difference, I, I rock with what you're saying, but the only difference is that the government wasn't creating any authoritarian laws oh, or no. mandates for, like, see, my thing is, In like, the movie, you're my saying. My thing is, right, like, yeah. my, my thing is, like, I'm okay with, like, pharma selling the jab like yeah, okay yeah. like yeah. you want to sell that jab and motherfuckers want to take it and buy this shit do it i'm okay with it my thing is why are all of these crazy ass laws and mandates yeah. being created when it's starting to show that this is not as stable or as reliable as you all promised 
Now they're talking about a third a third booster. So wait a minute. That was never discussed to begin with. So now are yeah. am I to believe that like it, people will every so often what well, five months like five months every five months you're gonna have to take another shot? And then supposedly Pfizer is working on pills to go along with the jab that it's like, oh well it, it keeps it it keeps the 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 potency of the jab up or or whatever. Nah, what I'm you, good. y'all didn't say this none of this was talked about i'm good man no nah, exactly i am too like man hell no nah. like you motherfuckers are are too wild for me yeah now i i believe medicine does have a place you know a hundred percent yeah but but <laughs> but medicine that that's that's proven and effective yeah we're not even this is we're not, not proven, e- yeah. we're not there yet we don't know what this is yeah not and not only that but like a lot of a lot of things like sometimes it's like i might have a pain here or there right i i'm very weary on just even taking Tylenol. if i don't really absolutely need it i don't want my body to uh, to, to take i have asthma i don't use you know like Based off of doctor recommendations, they say I have to use Flovent and I have to use my have my albuterol pump. I try to remain healthy. I try to exercise. Um, I'm not the best at it all the time, but I, I stay fit at least, like somewhat fit. I don't need uh, albuterol. I, I mean, I have it with me just to just in case. And then Flovent, that's like a specific. You got to take it in the morning and at night, and it kind of it's like a steroid that kind of keeps it open. I don't need it. So I don't put it in my body because then my body is going to get used to using Flovent. Yeah. And so if my body doesn't absolutely need it, I mean, and that this is my decision that my, you know, my doctor will probably say, oh, you should probably use it. No. But you should be mandated to take that <laughs> fucking Flovent. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, fucking take it. <laughs> it's like, I should, I know how I feel. You don't know how I feel. You're recommending and I appreciate that I'm going and I'm taking your advice to an extent but at the end of the day i know how i feel and what my body tells me i swear to god if you don't take that flow vent you can't get on a fucking plane <laughs> how ridiculous you know that shit's wild and so imagine all the stuff or or like the argument that oh if, if you don't take the the jab um we're definitely we're uh, we we're gonna try and push for like the hospitals not to fuck with y'all really Wild as fuck. So how evil is hey, that? Hey, you fat motherfucker! If you if you eat another burger, and uh, and you get a heart attack, the hospital's not gonna help you. Well, why? No, don't eat that burger. No, you know what? Eat the fucking burger if you'd like. Meanwhile, Take the jab if you don't. Meanwhile, you could be a, a a thief, criminal, drug dealer, George Floyd ass type <laughs> motherfucker, and the world will cry and weep. Yeah. But but if you're just like a guy that wants to work and do your business and support your family, but yeah. you don't want to take this jab, oh well, the hospital is not going to treat. Nah, this is this is the twilight zone right here. Yeah, and so all I could all we could really say is like, look at the, be reasonable. You know, don't be don't be like a fucking, don't just be on some. Cause I, I I was never like anti jab. I was never like oh fuck this. Nobody should take it. No, I was like well you know it could work. It could not. I don't know. Like we'll see. But you have to also look at what's happening around you, and the politics behind it, and the medical side behind it, and what your eyes see. You know these are all things and, that are happening. And the newness of it. Yeah. The newness of it. Like. 
there's people that are more apprehensive about buying the new gaming system like there's there i remember there were people when the ps5 and the new xbox came out that oh i don't want to get the first ones because those those are the ones that are like the they, the manufacturers don't they're yeah. not good so like they got to work out the kinks motherfuckers could be so apprehensive about a gaming system but yeah oh uh fauci the jab it's here oh i want mine fucking glaze me in that glaze me in all that in all that jab glory (laughs) (laughs) glaze me in all that jab glory give me that messenger rna shoot it shoot it in me poppy (laughs) like what is is wrong with these people god damn and, and, and and then there are those that are like well all of you that want to line up for that that glaze jab glory like live it up i i don't so I like partaking so i'll just i'll see and then if that glaze jab glory works out for you then maybe i'll line up for it yeah <laughs> but i guess i guess i, w- I do want to get a but, jab but but if it don't well then like i'm gonna be like damn i'm glad that i didn't and then the two of the most damning things that have come out recently from the mainstream media mind you is the two bloomberg articles that we discussed uh well we discussed one of them how having the virus previously defends better against the d variant than the jab actually does how like how much did that like mess up the people that are for the jab you know and then also Another article from Bloomberg that we discussed in pre-production is uh, titled the, the jabbed, you know, they don't use that word, but that's the word I'm using. The jabbed are worried and scientists don't have the answers. Why yeah. are the people that have the jabbed worry? I thought you sold them the dream that they don't have to yeah. worry. They don't have to worry. Mask off live freely remember remember when de blasio came on tv and says well if you want to partake in life in new york city and everything to be good and normal you get the shot and you go go about life well then why why are they worried oh because guess what they're still ending up in the hospital they're still dying yeah it's still a bad situation so and it's crumbling. Yeah, yeah. The narrative is crumbling. And and let's never forget that they're they're using this COVID thing and they're gonna milk it as long as possible for elections. Yeah. All this melon stuff. Again, it's all political. It's all oh well, what what could we make where it's really like everywhere? So it's very inefficient and no no no. Listen. Stop with the fucking lockdowns. Don't even talk about lockdowns. Don't even talk about how we're going to return. We're not going to return to normal. The jabs are not returning anything to normal, which means that are they going to prolong this Just forever? take it already. Yeah. Just take it already. And, 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 and we could beat this thing. These motherfuckers don't want to beat it. Yeah. No. And they're not beating it. They're not beating it. And there's enough evidence everywhere that we see that it's not being beaten. You're not going to beat, like, a virus? The fuck? Did we ever beat the cold? Did we ever beat the flu? No. <laughs> Nobody ever beat it. We, we cope with even, it. We we can't even, as a, as human species, eradicate roaches, mice, and rats. Yeah. Something that everybody hates, and you can't even get rid of it. Like, yeah. like and you know how they operate, and you still get... Come on. Please, knock it the fuck off. So, yeah, it's just, it's wild. Um, 
segueing into uh, the next topic because obviously all of this stuff helps uh, China greatly because as we're so preoccupied with who's jabbed and who's not, uh, China is making some cultural shifts. Um, have you heard how they're referencing what's going on, the tensions between us and China referenced as the Mold War? Have you heard that? The Mold War? Yeah, like not like, that like, in not particular. the Cold War, but the Mold War. No. I've heard that a few times lately. I heard no. Jason Whitlock mention it. I've heard Mike Cernovich mention it. A few different people. Uh, I don't really know where it derives from, but mm-hmm. it's interesting that 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 they're they're starting to call it that. But uh, uh, Jason Whitlock, he was talking about recently how over here we have Lil Nas X posting photos of like he's pregnant which yeah. he's not because he, that's a man um, and then you juxtapose that to what's going on in China where they've actually banned uh, well, how they phrase this sissy boys and girly men from <laughs> uh, movies and TV yeah what's your take on that what do you get out of that what do you what I, do you I think th- I think uh, well a lot of that are those uh Groups, I'm not. I'm not big on it because it's like they have like this big uh, fanship. I don't know from where, but like I don't know if you've ever seen them blitz like certain news. Yeah, the things. K-pop shit. Yeah, the K-pop shit. Is that is that derived from 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 China or or? or I'm not no? sure. Because like I would I would assume that they probably saw some wild shit like that and they're like, oh shit, we can't we can't uh, <laughs> partake in this shit. Oh, it's well, it's Korean. It's Korean, but it's huge. Like it's huge. It's I mean, obviously, it's made its way to American audiences. Yeah, the whole K-pop shit. So, I guess I guess my take on it is um, this is biological, you know, and and by all extents and purposes, you look at Afghanistan, you look at Russia, you look at now China. Uh, you look at the Middle East, really, not really even just Afghanistan, and you're seeing two different worlds. You're seeing us uh, compared to America. As beautiful as, as America has become, there's also the, like this darkness to it. And I think that the darkness derives from, like, it, it's, it's like America is almost getting eaten by, by the inside. Because yeah. of certain things like the rise of feminism now, third, fourth wave feminism, that's toxic shit. Like, I mean, people are upset that they six weeks is not enough to abort yeah. a child. That that's actually a, a point. That that's actually an argument. And 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 like, for a moment, take a seat and realize that the argument isn't even whether abortion is legal or not. the The argument has become so extreme that like. You're giving me six weeks only to abort? Like, that is an extreme... Like, we, we can't even... The fact that conservatives are like... Lawmakers, conservative lawmakers are saying, Listen, you can abort. You have six weeks to do it. That, that baby yeah. that you're supposed to, like, love, nurture, and mother, you can kill it. Yeah. We're letting you kill it. <laughs> yeah. and it's just you have six weeks to kill it. Think about that for a second. Yeah, if Michael Myers has... In one day, every Halloween, he can kill a whole family, a whole group of friends, and whatnot. And like, just it's it's, it's he's satisfied with that, and he's satisfied till next Halloween. Yeah, my boy ain't gonna come back till next Halloween. 
six weeks is not enough for you to kill that innocent being inside you like that's not that's not (laughs) (laughs) fucking michael myers even he knows how to kill better than you guys right (laughs) but it's like come on come on and and so a lot of uh, some kind of argument need to get 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 abortion (laughs) lessons from michael myers That would be a crazy ass catch. God damn it, Fabo funny. We need to doctor doctor Michael Myers. And <laughs> that yeah. man's aborting all of them cheering. Oh yeah, he's a fucking. Who would be which which movie slasher character? Oh, I know that. I know would love this conversation. But who? What? Who, which movie slasher character would be the best abortion doctor? Damn. See, like, not Leatherface because, like, he, it's not sanitary. He's not a sanitary dude. No, so hell no. He, I feel like Damn. Freddy Krueger would be pretty good. Yeah. Except, like, you, you don't want them sharp things down there by your snatch. <laughs> <laughs> by your snatch. Yeah, actually, probably Michael Myers. Yeah. Like, dude, dude is efficient. That's he's nice a silent hair. type. <laughs> nice hair. He, you know, he's straight to business. We're not going to have conversations yeah, here. Right. I'm not here to talk. I'm here to slash that baby. Yeah. <laughs> not only am I going to slash this baby, I'm not going to give you any time to think about the decision yeah. you're making about killing this life. And we're not, we don't have nothing to talk about here. <laughs> exactly. And I'm, and I'm pale as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you can blame it on me, a middle-aged pale man. Right, exactly. That's what y'all you bitches want to do anyway. Blame the white man. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll take it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, probably probably him. For real. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. That th- uh, It's just, to me, that's such a radical notion. And like, think about this shit. You have six weeks. If if you've had unprotected sex, I think that obviously you should que cochina, <laughs> que cochina. Like, or if if the condom rips or whatever happened, and if you're really worried about that and you're adamant about, well, hey, you have six weeks, so let it let it ride for three weeks, <laughs> and then you could be like, all right, well, oh shit, I'm pregnant now. Or, or if you're really worried, there's Plan B. So there's condoms, there's plan B, there's six weeks. That's a month and a half. Literally, you can wait three weeks and be like, all right, well, let's see if I'm pregnant. A pregnancy test, how much does that cost? So, like, these are things that... I mean, there's also female contraception. There's, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's to the point where, like we were discussing in pre-production, who are all these women getting all these abortions? Yeah. Because, like... Contraception is so available. Yeah. And, and this argument that women talk about, oh, you shouldn't be... No. You shouldn't, live in a, you shouldn't be um, talking about what women can or can't do. No. Yeah, we, we are. We 100%. are. That, that's, that's the most yeah. illogical argument ever. Yeah. Because number one, first and foremost, it's like your body, your choice. Oh, uh, yeah, no, because... That's like somebody else's body too. Yeah, yeah. So it it would be the equivalent of if if a mom has a baby, a child, it's like, well, the law has no say over what I could do with my child, so I'm going to kill my child. The law has no say over it yeah. because because this is my child. My body, my choice. Well, no, it's it's a different body. Yeah. It's a different person. So laws are created to protect bodies and people and beings. So that's number one. That's number one. 
number two, well, it's your body, your choice, but what you're saying then, if you choose not to get rid of this child in the event that it's born, then is it the man's wallet, his choice to support it? Yeah. So it's all it's it, their arguments are always like super shrouded in in hypocrisy. Yeah, it's like oh well, this is good when it's self serving, but no, that that same logic doesn't apply yeah. elsewhere. The same the same type of women or or look at a person that didn't get vaccinated. Like, oh, you are unvaccinated scum. Oh well, you make no sense. You're a walking contradiction. I do not take you serious. Well, that that's the issue with with all of these people. It's like, yeah. and and that's one great ass thing that Tucker brought up a few weeks ago in uh, his uh, great ass daily monologue. He talked about how in the past. Oh, actually, this was it was it was about the 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 flu of of uh, 1918, and how. There were like all of these politicians and upper class society at a boxing match and a photo was taken of them without masks because apparently this isn't the this is not the first time in history that they've tried this mask thing. Yeah. And a photo was taken all of at all of them of all of them they were all in the same place and and boom the they took that photo and how people stopped like buying the narrative of like oh you got to like wear a mask wear a mask wear a mask. Because back then, people did not tolerate hypocrisy. Yeah, people are a lot more tolerant of hypocrisy these days. For instance, the what we were talking about earlier in the episode, the Gavin Newsom thing. It's like you want to pass all these uh, mask mandates and and jab passport things, but weren't you at dinner with all of these like upper class people not wearing a mask? And not only that, if it's so important and so life-changing, then why did you eliminate it now that they're trying to recall you? Oh, because you it's politics, believe in it so right? much, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's politics, isn't it? it? It was never about the health of... Because if it is about the health of, of the citizens of you California... Wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't fold on yeah. that. Yeah, you would be like, no, I'm passing this before I might... Because I don't know if I'm going to win or lose. And this is important for the health of the Californians in this state. No, it's all politics to you. And you know it's bullshit. And... Your actions speak louder than like, words. Like people will bring up, oh, well, what about rape and incest? Well, yeah, definitely certain considerations should be made for that. But that's not the vast majority of... No. If you look and do research, the statistics will show you that's not the vast majority of, of women that get yeah abortions. And, yeah, and, and to me, uh, that's a reasonable argument, like you said. It's, it's, it's a reasonable argument if you get raped or, or incest like that. Some, some that terrible. But what's funny or interesting I should say is that there's some women that get raped and still are conflicted about aborting that that child because why they're killing it they know that they don't want that on their conscience they don't feel good about that yeah yeah like so 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 to me it's like man I don't know this is this is the America we live in where where this is an argument where the patriarchy is this evil thing oh it's it controls all of us that's a boogeyman that's been debunked uh we live in a place where oh your identity uh look look because you're black oh look because you're latino oh you you because muslim i don't know man i think we have a lot of opportunity here whether you're black brown white yellow purple pink you know we're afforded these these opportunities and, and and we have we have rights in this country we have 
we have so much that other countries don't have yet yet we're literally dying from the inside men like little Nas X with a fucking pregnant picture that makes headlines that's important guys which I don't really I don't give a fuck about Lil Nas X don't listen to his music don't care nothing about him my thing is where are the parents that are that are gonna step up because whatever you guys wanna push that shit out there like whatever I don't care but my thing is like where are the parents that are strong enough and and uh True parents that'll teach their sons, yeah, like you don't rock with that type of shit. That shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because in China, you have the government pushing yeah. kids, men, not to rock with it, and that's my thing. It's like I don't feel like things need to be mandated yeah. in order for it to be like I, I am a capitalist to the point where I always feel like the market will correct itself if men are masculine and there's enough fathers in the home that are teaching their sons how to be and how to operate i think there will be enough boys where they don't rock with it where Lil nas x may not have a market or a very big market yeah and now the mainstream media or whoever could push him all he wants but it doesn't mean that it's 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 reaching people yeah but there's such a lack of that here yeah and then meanwhile in china it seems as though they are gearing up for something at the point in time where their children, the boys that are right now that are our children in their country, by the time they're men, they are going to be far more advanced than the boys that are children in this country now. That yeah. is what they are playing the long game. They yes. are playing chess. And so a move like what they just did it's definitely worth looking into it's definitely worth paying attention to and it makes you wonder like if things keep going on the trajectory that they're going here in this country with what really is i mean uh uh uh, to an extent a a crisis in masculinity yeah i mean how many genders z's a them like listen none of the fact that there's so many men that like buy into that shit like i could see Whatever, like women, like, you want to buy into it, it's whatever. But the fact that like there's men buying yeah. into it, and we, I think women are a little bit more fallible when it comes to that because even like women will accept people and their decisions way faster than a man would. Am I saying that they're wrong for that? No, I'm saying that ma- masculinity and femininity operate at a different level and it balances things out. Now, if you take masculinity and you're like, no, 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 no. You accept all this femininity. You accept the way things are uh, changing. And, well, this is why you have these problems. Because, like you said, China is gearing up, right? Now, for a second, if, if think about war. Think about, like, things that, that you need men for. If you don't have that, if you have enough men beyond some, oh, uh, we're gonna protest this shit. We're not fighting. I mean, come on. Or, or, or even like I, I so, sometimes I argue about this with, uh, with women. Like, you know, we live in a world that was built by men. We live in a world that where men took the risks. Most, most men took the risks. 
Like, if we went back to, like, like how it used to be, where motherfuckers were building, how how would that affect you as a woman? You know what I mean? Like, and would you be able to go to war against us? Like, let's say I was like, and I would say, like, a, a group of 10 of my friends against a group of 10 of your women friends. Who wins that war? And it's always silence. And I always give that perspective because it's like, you're here because we've made something beautiful where you get the right to do that. But like, if we go back to like how shit was and, 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 and like the whole survival aspect of shit, I mean, w- this wouldn't even be a consideration. Like, what do you shut the fuck up? Go, go do something or, it's, or go it's sandwich time. Yeah. It's sandwich time. Shut the fuck up and go do something or, or, and, and people might think that that's controversial for me to say, but listen, no, it, it, it's real. I mean, <coughs> history yeah. proves that that that's like what you said. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything controversial about it. It is historically accurate. Yeah. That's how things were. And if things were to revert to that, that's how things would be. Yeah. Look at the West Western movies, how the, how they look at women. You know what I mean? When it's the wild west out here. Bitch, don't say nothing controversial because you might get slapped. So this is what I'm saying. We're in 2021. Stop fucking bitching and moaning about shit that doesn't fucking matter because you're, you are afforded these opportunities. And not only that, this doesn't go to just women. This goes to fucking Latinos. This goes to black uh, people. This goes to people who, oh, I'm going to play the victim. No, listen, at the end of the day, get your shit done and you have the, the the tools here accessible it's whether you pick them up and you build yourself the 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 problem is though and i think we with this we'll be able to go into the next topic uh final topic for the episode about the manosphere is because you have so many men that buy also buy in to this these nonsense narratives it emboldens the women because see there's a lot of women out there that they'll kind of like they might feel one thing and like maybe they'll be going off of emotions but then they they go they'll see like what the men in their life yeah how they how they view it and their perspective of it and they don't have a hatred of men they yeah. they respect men and they'll look at it and be like oh well you know what like yeah i guess how i i could see how i'm wrong about this i guess i could see how how this doesn't how this doesn't like make sense like for instance people like 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 my mom for instance my mom she has she has me my dad and then when my grandfather was alive my grandfather all three like very politically inclined knowledgeable men about history about politics about geography like all that all that type of stuff so my mom naturally like she'll be around other women that'll be like and then like she'll sort of be elevated because it's just like well it's like well she'll automatically like assess and recognize well you're talking from a like a perspective of low information because i'm around three like wealths of knowledge and they don't say this you know what i'm saying exactly and so and so that's the 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 beautiful thing and the important thing about strong influential men yeah but where this ties into the manosphere and where i guess in a way all of this stuff starts to come together even 
topics that we were discussing previously in the episode is that when you have so many men that their number one objective is to please women and to 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 be validated by women they are willing to for instance put their pronouns in their profile yeah and you start to you get into rocky territory and what's funny is I, was, I started watching this movie yesterday uh, by um, S. Craig Zoller. Uh, he's the director of Bone Tomahawk. And yeah. this is a mu- movie with with uh, Big Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. Very interesting. So the movie, it is a certified fresh at 74. Uh, but you could tell that 74, it's a, it's a reluctant certified fresh. It's like it, it was hard for it to get there. Yeah. And so, obviously, like, I'm not so much interested in reason, reading the positive reviews because the positive reviews are going to be positive And, like, I'm going to watch the movie, so I'll dictate, like, what I like and what I don't like about yeah. it. I'm interested in seeing the negative reviews because the negative reviews, a lot of times in this day and age, when it comes to quality movies, it's all, like, based off of the realm of politics yeah. and culture and society. Not based off of good filmmaking. or Based good, on not being or, based. Or, or good storytelling or anything like that. Yeah. And what many of the reviews displayed is, oh, a, a movie with characters that struggle to get with the times. It's like, okay, well, like... So you're not putting into context the characters as they were written. You're 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 applying these characters to like your own perspective. Yeah. Uh, 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 a movie that's just uh, awful through and through. Uh, um, uh, maybe could have worked years ago, but in today's day and age, just doesn't just doesn't work. Yeah. Just like. Uh, the salon put out an article about the movie recently. Uh, was a vacation oh, friends yeah. with John Cena and Lil Lil Ray Howley, or I'm, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Where it was upset that these friends that one is white and one is black, like, are able to be friends without race being an issue, and they have an issue with that. So, like, that's where movie reviews have gone. So, anyway. Fuck, they don't think like me. More or less, what exactly. So we get to the movie and there's a line in it which was which was uh which was hilarious because Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson, they're sitting down having breakfast yeah. and and uh there's somehow the, the, the topic of men and women come up come up yeah. and then uh Mel Gibson's like, Well, uh these days there's not much of a difference and then uh, he's like, Vince Vaughn is like, yeah, you're right about that. He's like, I think things started to change when when uh, men would say we're pregnant when their wives were pregnant. And and you've you've heard that right? Like <laughs> yeah. men be like, oh, we're pregnant. We're and and it's just like, so what they're doing is like they're sort of they're they're sort of pointing out how masculinity over the course of time it like starts to diminish. Yeah. And you get to where where we're at, and so you tie that into the manosphere. It's like, yeah, maybe there were men that did that because like the women that were like 
complaining, oh, well, you don't know what it's like to be pregnant. And like Jen Psaki at, uh, at the press conference recently, yeah. where she pointed out to that reporter, well, which you've never experienced being pregnant. This uh, you, you didn't see that? Yeah, yeah, right? I, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I'm just thinking about it's like okay, but like yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but also you also don't do the stuff that men yeah, do. You didn't serve in Afghanistan, did you? But you decided and your team to pull out and fuck everything up and not have a contingency plan, right? Right? That, yes that, or no, that, 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 that that's a very good yeah. valid point you bring up. So the point that I'm making is that is that the 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 validation that men will give women for you know their well well the, they they seek from women I should say yeah. for their approval based off of like whatever it is that they're that they're upset about it's like, oh well I'm pregnant and I have cravings and this and that when it's like well also I work and I have to do this and I have to do that no. so we are playing our biological roles yeah that doesn't give you any more entitlement than yeah. it gives me. And that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. But a lot of men they play into the the the, the role of entitlement, and then little by little, like they don't stand their ground. Exactly. And so, um, please stand your ground, men. Like as we get into the conversation about the manosphere, there seems to starting there seems to be a debate developing surrounding that. And so recently i put you on wheat waffles which he's a black pill uh creator and he's he's very versed in like you know the the world of black pill blue pill and red pill and right now as kevin samuels and fresh and fit and rich cooper are are pretty popular um you start to see that the reason that they're popular to an extent is that they still in a sense Although they push men to be better, in a sense, they still push men to be what women want. It's like yeah. strive to be what women want. And now enters the Sandman, who, who like I've talked about him before. I yeah. like his content. He puts out a lot of good stuff, um, and he's very well versed in in economics and in investing, money, politics, all of that stuff. Uh, He's talking about how pretty much like re- recently re- Rich Cooper, without saying his name, yeah, was like talking about him, which you yeah. and I saw that. Yeah. Remember in yep. that video, he's like, well, if the guy doesn't have, have the balls to show his face and this and that. Yeah, and I was like, damn. I, I remember I was like, damn, that was a jab at Sandman, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so and so what what ends up what ended up happening is Sandman put out a video and he was like, well, these guys are bickering back and forth. He's like, are they alpha males? Is that what alpha males do? Like, yeah. because at the end of the day, if like you're, if all you're trying to do is like push the narrative of like be what women want you to be, yeah. you're essentially still capitulating yeah. to them and bending the knee. Even though Rich, I read Rich Cooper's book. It's not like all about that, yeah. but still, Rich Cooper doesn't. He won't like explain things that are like yeah. socioeconomical what's going on like in in the world yeah there's a limited scope it's, it's a, a very a, it's limited good scope advice for certain things but not as well rounded and i think that the more you get to towards the black pill even though i feel like there are some some things to be to be weary of with the black pill is 
you do get like for example a sandman would would be considered more on on the extreme side of of uh red pill and i'm only going off of the continuum that wheat waffles did right yeah so sandman would probably be writing between the red and the black i would say yeah based on i would would agree with that and so the the further you go into the black pill the more you're you're getting content that is a little bit more well-rounded and facts-based and statistics-based yeah even though there could be flaws in that too there could be flaws in that. Yeah, there, there's definitely fallacies because it's kind of like it, it's sort of the the anomaly of Tom Brady, like yeah. like on on paper <coughs> Brady not the fastest, not the most accurate, very lanky, and I'm talking about when he was drafted. Yeah, six round draft pick, but look at where we're at now. Argue, not even argue. It's not even arguable. Yeah. It, he is the best football player in the history of football. Yeah, like yeah. there's not it. I was gonna say arguably. But that's not the case then, anymore. No, nah, that's he's it's, the goat. Yeah. He's yeah, a hundred percent. Shit, you could probably say he he surpassed Jordan as far as like the greatness in his sport. Yeah, yeah. You, you could yeah, argue he, that he is definitely the Jordan Wayne Gretzky. It, it's it's Tom Brady, Jordan Wayne Gretzky. They are the goats of their yeah, of their the respective their, sport. Yeah, and and so it's like that. It's like well, yeah, they're there is something to say about statistics yeah and and what's on paper but there are there are, are also intangible factors yeah yeah and so i guess my my uh my assessment about the whole diagram is the further you go on to the to the black pill the more you're going to see statistics more well-rounded take but then the less you're going to get from the the kind of like the real world perspective i think you know yeah. like like some of the stuff that that we waffles has talked about it's like eerily similar to way better base though because i but like to like uh, identitarian type mm-hmm. uh arguments in the sense of like oh well it's like an identity kind of yeah. like uh, like the isms right this one would be kind of like the uh, I don't know like uh, how you look or whatever, but it would be like he strictly he looks at it kind of really animalistically like oh this is a, a, a like w- is how you look at your genes, and yeah to an extent there's gonna be that I agree with that like I, I agree that there's going to be a standard because there's always gonna be a standard you know what I mean that's how you pick your favorite cereal that's how you pick your favorite music there's gonna be a standard, but. At that, at the same time, the standard can vary from different people. There could be kind of an overarching standard that people are kind of, you know, like, damn, this bitch is ugly. I think everyone agrees in this room. Yes, say I, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> the eyes have it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but but at the same time, it's like there'll be the specific people who have individual likes and and certain things, and and then that's where the red pill has a little bit more of that street to it. I, I feel like, yeah. And and then uh, the the more the red pill goes towards the blue side, you're gonna get more of the the catering to women, yeah. playing the game, and and so I feel like the diagram is a good 
it's actually a good study, like the continuum. 100%. Because it's like, man, this is a vast array of, of, of uh, thoughts. And also you see that that depending on, like even if you take like certain people you know in your personal life yeah. and you see where their philosophy lines up on that blue pill to black pill continuum, there's also a correlation with their quality of life. Yeah. If you notice, like the black pill, extreme black pill, extreme blue pill, their quality of life seems to be lower. Yeah. Than the red pill, because like the black yeah. pill, while they would probably be like successful, it's like there there's not a lot of like emotion or like friendships. It seems like. Yeah. Because it seems like they're too like like paper. Like it's like well, what does what, what's on paper? Yeah. And then the blue pill. It's like they're more liable to get it taken advantage of women. They're kind of like the downtrodden guys, the guys that are like in miserable marriages, the sexless marriages, the yeah. bunch of kids, fucking just with the workhorses. Yeah. And Depression then, would be prevalent in, in the extremes, I think. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like one is the realism depression, and the other one's like this fallacy depression, I think. Exactly. Like, damn, this shit is wild. I just got... This is all a lie. Exactly. And so so that, I think, is also worth observing. But I will say that where these guys on the black pill side of things make a valid point is when they discuss how, well, one side is like selling you something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the other side isn't. And it just it starts to make you wonder... Like, cause there's nothing wrong with like writing a book and selling. There's nothing wrong with that at yeah. all. Like I, I am, like I said earlier, I'm a capitalist. Like I rock with that shit. But at what point are you willing to like bend the narrative or bend like what is factual because you need that element in order to sustain like what you're trying to sell. Yeah. And so that's what. Sandman and We Waffles have recently brought up and yeah. you see that it has the potential to create a civil war amongst the manosphere yeah. because when you, me, and our, the rest of our friends were discussing it in the text thread, it started to develop a really interesting uh, conversation because what Donnell said, I thought it was, it was pretty uh, decent where he's like, that's one of the things that he doesn't rock with with Kevin Samuels is like his idea of what a high value man is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and it's true because a lot of what Kevin Samuel says in terms of a high value man is like, well, how you dress. And so a lot of how, but so what you're saying is like, so I have to dress the way women want me to dress. Yeah. Yeah. And what a guy like Sandman would say is like, wear a fucking flip flops and cargo shorts and the most like unfashionable thing yeah. if you want wear a fucking parka because because this is about you yeah yeah and 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 you do start to see the rifts in in the narrative yeah and and, and to me it's like it, it's it's interesting because this debate is needed and i feel like a big part of the manosphere the reason why it's a thing is because originally speaking right this is this is almost like what you want to see instead of like china mandating 
there not be sissy boys? No. You rather see men get get a community going, talking about it, and not everyone's gonna be right, but having that debate. And 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 one thing that you that you pointed out with wheat waffles is he's so willing to debate yeah. a red pillar. And like I respect that shit. Even if I disagree with certain things he says, and if I disagree with the red pillar, like it's more it's bigger than it's having the conversation and 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 allowing the viewers to to really think get the gears going exactly you know and so that like, it's and, important it's badass in the the video he did about the the blue pill red pill black pill continuum where he says he reached out to dude and even paid for a consultation yeah and the dude never like responded yeah and that's coward shit to me like no and you're supposed to be a red pill man and all that and that and that's exactly the type of shit that Sandman is pointing out it's like well are you motherfuckers really with it yeah and how Sandman even pointed out which was wild as fuck he's like a lot of these motherfuckers like they talk about oh they get the girls and all of that and like you look at their wives and girlfriends and they're they're ugly as fuck yeah yeah you know what I'm saying no and Sandman is like, I'm not over here saying any of that. I'm saying, yeah. do you? Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. You know. And, and to me, it's like, at that point, when you look at when you look at all of this, it's like, you get a a, a better understanding. But like with Sandman, why why like I would respect a Sandman over, let's say, a Kevin Samuels or or Rich Cooper, is Sandman. Sometimes says shit like he'll have like a lot of like e- mental experiments about shit. Like the one that he did uh, before, it was um, a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago about like this is not your country anymore or something yeah. like that. Uh, let me get the title because I don't want to miss miss uh, quote it. But basically, he's talking about. Let me see. I'm I'm looking at the videos now. View channel. Um, here it is. Accepting that you don't have a country anymore. And in that and in that um video he talks about like if society were to crumble because it's like what we were talking about, like dying from the inside out. How do you survive? How do you do this? How do you do that? That's some depressing shit, but it's kinda like a necessary thing to think about. And yeah. it makes you think who else in the like that's something that it's like as a man, you should at least think about. It yeah. should at least cross your mind. And who else in this manosphere has the capacity to even like take a route like that? Yeah. None of them. No, yeah. nobody else. And that's why when when I I pose that hypothetical question to you guys in the text thread is like yeah. if it became a thing of like Coach Greg, Wheat Waffles, and Sandman versus versus Rich Cooper, uh, Kevin Samuels, and Fresh and Fit. Who would you guys ride with? Yeah, it's like yeah, hundred percent. I'm riding with the, yeah. the first group, and, and and it's based off of the fact that like we live in this crazy experiment called America, and we've seen what a Western world or Western Western civilization looks like. But if we get back to the basics of a surviving like breed. Who would who who is going to whose advice is going to be more important, and it's going to be the first group yeah. because it's like well shit, I, I don't give a fuck about you bitch like we're trying to survive. Are you gonna, are we gonna survive or what? 
You know is what I'm saying? Is it sandwich time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so... Or are you going to be talking about some fucking six weeks is not enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to give a fuck about what gender? What the fuck out of here? Goodbye. Go survive on your own. And so then women will have that, like... the Women will be forced to get red-pilled in the sense that, like, oh, man, I need to survive. And so then if you have kids, now you're thinking about the lineage. Like, oh, shit, these kids need to survive. Like, these are the... If this man dies, my sons will have to carry, like, the weight of, of, of like, carrying the family. Um, oh, shit. The man's going to be like, damn, I need to make friends. I need to be cordial to the motherfuckers that are around. We need to have a community going. Like, yeah, oh. I can't, I can't be laid up all day long watching Netflix without yeah. freedom. Yeah. Oh, shit. I got ammo. He has fucking fruits and vegetables. Hey, listen, we'll trade. Oh, motherfuckers are trading now. And so then you start thinking about what's important. Like, we have it so easy where we just go to fucking Walmart and buy this shit. That's a big corporation. This shit doesn't exist. When it's the end of days, that shit don't exist. Shit, when the when COVID-19 became a thing, motherfuckers couldn't get toilet paper and they thought it was an apocalypse. Yeah. Like, that's that's how bad it was. So so it's like, well, at, at this point, we're... we're this is uh, amazing that we made it this far, but but when you look at like the the red pillars that kind of are more have a little bit of black pill or the black the black pill community, it's like the realism and the the well roundedness of, of understanding that like we get to say these things because we're in this yeah. situation, but like if she hit the fan, this is this is why you want to survive. This is how you survive. Yeah, and so yeah, the first group better now. And and, yeah. and Sandman, he'll discuss certain <coughs> scenarios that have to do with what's going on in the world and how it affects, like how his content correlates with it. I'll give you an example. He recently did a video about the Taliban and things that were going on in Afghanistan, and he was talking about how if the Taliban and China were to become buddy-buddy, which they are right now, and we were facing some sort of conflict or invasion-type situation here in the United States, he was saying that there are so many men right now that are incels that who's to say that they wouldn't rock with the other side just because they're like, well, women don't want us. The Taliban actually make women do what they want them to do. Shit. I'm going to convert. I'm going to be with them. And yeah. if if you think about that, it makes you think like, damn, no wonder we're getting to this point where like so many men are unpatriotic yeah. and don't care and, and are just so nihilistic. Yeah. Sandman brings that type of stuff up. He'll make you think about that type of stuff. And, and that's the type of shit that as a foreign policy you look at, right? And then... And then Thinking about that type of stuff makes you realize, oh shit! If I was in power, maybe I might use those Muslim camps as a as a as a pawn, right? Look, look what they're doing. They don't want you to believe in Sharia law. You know what I'm saying? Like you start have to, having to play politics in the Middle East. Yeah. That's why you have embassies because we don't have an embassy there. Russia does have an embassy there. China does have an embassy there. What does that tell you about yeah. about like? I hate to talk about like, oh, we got to be the world police, but. Sometimes it's not even about being in the world police. It's about being in the know. You yeah. need an embassy there, not because we want to tell people what to do, but because we need to know what's going on. What are the cards being played? What is Russia on? Yep. Why is Russia buddy-buddy with Syria? Why is China buddy-buddy with North Korea? 
wh where do we stand with this? So you we can live in Disneyland and say, oh, well, it's none of our business, but these people will they're still gonna trying to get They're power. still going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, and so you have to be in the know. You have to have presence there. And so I don't care what anyone has to say. We have to have presence. Foreign policy is about the presence. It's about knowing. It's about, and you do get content like that from, from Sandman. And so in the manosphere, you have to be under, as, as a person and as a man, you have to look at it from the perspective of, well, what is it, what is this content providing for you and, and go from there, but know that that content is that content. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll get something with Rich Cooper, but you might not get politics and business. Yeah, money. yeah, exactly. You got to know what it is. Um, and 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 like I said in in the thread with all of our friends, a lot of these guys they offer something of value because we've talked about Kevin Samuels on the show before and like some of the good things that he's talked about, like how important work is and how a high value man most of his time is going to be spent working. Yeah, now, all of that stuff is great. Like it, it's all good. But what we're discussing now is in the realm of these creators going against each other. It's like, well, which content will will reign supreme, if you will? Yeah, and we will see. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, Please share it with them on all podcast platforms. We will see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.